Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello. Welcome to the Villa View. It's time for the first match preview of the 22-23 season with myself, Dan Bardell, joined by Chris Dole and the Villa View favourite. This match preview is sponsored by Betmate. If you go onto our Twitter, you'll be able to see how the Betmate game works. So do go and check that out. But Dolan and myself will go through our teams a little bit later on in the show. Dolan, how are you? Good, mate. Yeah. Um... I just want to say a big, big congratulations to you, man. It's been a, it's been a. I was gonna, I was gonna take a piss out of you, you but I was waiting for it. I still think well, you know. No, 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 no. Do you know what? Like credit where credit's due, as they say. Um, I think Tom, Tom posted a really, really nice tweet about you know we've obviously been on the journey together and um, you know we've known each other for the last sort of five or six years and and um, to to know what you've been through and 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 the graft as Tom. Said like the graft that you that you put into sitting in that chair is uh, is commendable. So you know, massive, massive, massive respect and massive well done. And um, yeah, like it's uh, yeah, kudos, mate. So well done, mate. Congratulations. Thank you. There may be people who haven't got a clue what you're talking about, but I'm... oh yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I've um, yeah. So for those that don't know, I am on Sky Sports News once a week through August for the transfer show. So actually in person in the studio. So I did my first one today. It's quite a proud moment because it was something I always dreamed of doing. So to tick that box today was was a proud moment. And thank you to Dolan for his kind words. Just quickly while we're on the subject of like Tom. I had to go and do the athletic podcast after uh, after Sky today, and I did it at Sky. I went back to the old booth to do it. Oh man, my fond memories of being in that booth. Memories, memories. I know. The thing is, like me and Tom never actually made it in the booth because it was it was it too tiny. Tight. It was minute. It, it felt but, like it uh, got smaller unless I've got bigger. Yeah, yeah. No, they were good days, man. And uh, it was, um, yeah, it was either me and you, or you and Tom, or or me and Tom, and. Uh, there was always that fallback booth that we had if we couldn't if we couldn't get into the uh, Andrews booth. 
and then you'd have you'd have yes yeah then you'd have the guys next door like on a wednesday commentating on the spanish football you know and uh, you have to keep you have to keep your noise down when you're going through the uh going through the sliding doors into the studio but um no nah, they were good they were good i i actually i i occasionally dip into the old uh the old podcasts yeah, yeah. from uh yeah, yeah. yeah it's just good to you know it's good to relive some of the memories and, and they were good times even though we were uh m- you know, for the majority, we were, you know, we were going in there after, you know, off the back of a, a defeat to Brentford, usually in the last minute. But uh, it was, uh, there were good times when you look back and, and you see how far we've come as a club and, and uh, even as a podcast. It's, uh, no, it's good. It's good. Yeah, I much prefer doing match previews that are based around the Premier League than to do the mm. Championship. So we are doing that today. Bit of a, of a way to Bournemouth on Saturday, Dolan. Bournemouth feel a little bit in disarray. Scott Parker's not entirely happy with their transfer activity so far this summer. They're desperate to bring players in, in particular centre-backs. I think they're quite close on a goalkeeper Neto from Barcelona, but I don't think that would be done by the time Villa roll into town on Saturday. So it feels like we're actually quite settled. Got our business done early. We're in a good place. Bournemouth a bit of a mess. Scott Parker not happy. So I'm fully expecting Bournemouth to Aston Villa one come five o'clock on Saturday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like I I refer back to to last season, Dan, when we went to Watford, all full of all full of beans, and and um, it was an absolute drubbing to say the least. Um, we uh, yeah, I remember the, the 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 it was the Matt Target versus uh, I think it was Sar. Ismail Saar and it was uh it was it was man against boy and um yeah so I I'll always reserve judgment against the new the, the new the newly promoted teams um but then you know you look at when they were first in and uh, the, the year under Tim Sherwood and, and we went there and we and we got a a winner with Gustad and um and then we didn't win again until December. So even if we we didn't win for nineteen games after that, yeah. Win. So even if we, even if we win one nil on Saturday, uh, I'll, I'll I'll reserve judgment until until uh, the end of the season. But um, listen, on paper you'd expect us to roll in, uh, do the job, and, and go home with three points. Um, you know, you look through their team and they bought the Tavernier from Borough. Um, the kid uh, is it Lowe from Blackburn, the midfielder from Blackburn. Rothwell. Uh, Roth, sorry, Rothwell uh, from Blackburn. Um, listen, they've got a few. They've got a few decent players in there. Like they don't seem to have like a natural goal scorer. And I know they've got Solanke. He's um, just signed a new contract, Solanke. Got a long-term deal. Who you know who he he's a very 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 competent uh, championship striker. Um, but you see what he was like in in the Premier League and and. Um, you know, it didn't quite it didn't quite work for him uh, at that level, but listen, Parker's got a lot to prove. Um, a record against Parker as a manager is quite good, but a record against Bournemouth um, in the Premier League over the last few seasons isn't isn't very good. Um, they were obviously one of the teams that did the, the double against us, like as as seems to be the gift that keeps on giving. Bournemouth did the double against us the year they went down, and Watford did the double against us when they when they went down last season. So um, taking nothing for granted. But you'd like to think you'd like to think we've come a long way since even since last season, and uh, um, yeah, we need to get off to a quick start. Yeah, an exciting day today as the squad numbers were announced. Mm. Not really any your, any. Your favorite, your favorite here's, my, here's my favorite. You know what? Not much change. I was a bit disappointed by it. Diego Carlos. We pretty much knew was getting three. Ings had changed to nine, and then everyone else pretty much kept the same. Not happy with that. I was surprised. I thought I thought Ramsey would have jumped up, but maybe it's a bit of a superstition. Yeah, maybe that is Was he forty-one or forty-four? Forty-one. Forty-one. Don't test. Maybe that's, that's kind of, Maybe yeah. Maybe that's going to sort of stick with him. But um, 
Yeah, it's as you said. It seems to it seems to have stayed pretty much the same, um, bar bar Carlos and, and Ings. Um, but I know Chukamaka's shirt's up for grabs, so exactly right. Anyone that wants to come in for that's more than welcome. Yeah, Carney Chuck with Moneymaker, as I was calling mm. him yesterday, because yeah. I'm still yeah. shocked shocked by that. We should probably, let's talk about that a little bit because yeah. Yeah. I was obviously on Sky earlier, and I was saying Villa, I think, will be quite happy because they were going to lose a player for minimal compensation in 12 months' time. I think the plan was, from what I, when I was speaking to Villa a few weeks ago, the plan was that Chukwemeka was probably going to see the season out with Villa and just whatever would be, would be. But Chelsea coming in with £20 million, I feel like that's an exceptional deal for someone with a year left yeah. on their contract who started two Premier League games. And yes, he may go on and become one of the greatest footballers that's ever lived, but there's no guarantees of that at all. And for Villa to get £20 million now, I think we've taken advantage of, of Todd Bowley doing Chelsea's negotiations a little bit because to me that seems a monumental amount of money for what he's actually achieved in the game. He's cost more than Philip Coutinho. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, you know, if you put it if you put it in the context, um, if, from that point of view, I think it's I think it's one of the deals of the of the century. Listen, this is me being bitter, but you know that I've I've said a few times that I don't particularly think. He was as he was as good as, as people were making him out. Um, I found his first touch very heavy, um, and I just always find his his, his, his attitude um, a little bit. You know, well, I should be there. You know, it was kind of he always felt that he felt it was his right to be to be in that in that well in that eleven, if not in that squad. Um, and when you don't want a player, like you know, we kind of had it with Callum O'Hare a little bit. I think with I think O'Hare was more like Perslow, wasn't maybe. Uh, a fan of, of O'Hara, whereas the club wanted to keep Chukwemeka, and you sort of you, you got to look at it from a bigger picture. But then, if somebody's dangling, well, I mean, you know, if someone's dangling ninety to hundred grand in, in front of you, and you're going to move down to London, um, the temptations are just are just too much. Um, he says he's a Chelsea fan, didn't he? I didn't know that. I didn't realise that until yeah, today. It's not been advertised anywhere until today. But I know Villa made a very very decent offer to him that I think would have made him the highest paid teenager in the country. I imagine yeah. he's still now the highest paid teenager yeah. in the country at Chelsea on a little bit more money than, than Villa would have been offering. But to, to say he's going there to play to play football, you know, he's less likely to get game time at Chelsea in my eyes and to most neutrals, I'm sure, would say that as well. But I think the, the damage had been done earlier on. As soon as he wasn't really? going on that yeah. tour... I think that was it. I think that that was it. His, his future was going to be in a little bit of trouble. But fair play to Gerard because he took the hard line with him. Gerard wanted him to sign. He, he spoke about it as soon as he got as he got the Villa job, and that offer's been and there for such a long listen, time. Yeah, he came on in games. Big games. He brought him on in games when we needed that that we needed to win and we and we needed to get something out of. And he and he brought him on and he, and, he brought um, him on in big games in City, Manchester yeah. United, Liverpool, yeah. and you yeah. know some of those games he had an impact. Some he didn't. But the two he started, Brentford and Burnley at home. He got hauled on 60, yeah. 17 minutes. And he, and he... Wasn't, he wasn't great. He wasn't great. I mean, so... for me, um, a rugbyman, I think, is more pleasing on the eye. I know there's slightly different players. I know he's more of a, of a, of maybe more of a sort of a DM, as as as, as Connie thinks of himself as more of a, of a number ten. But I don't know. There was something about him. I just didn't. It, it just didn't catch my eye. Like you, you know, I look at I look at Kessler Hayden over preseason, and I think, yeah. He's a, he's a talent. Like everything about him just looks just looks spot on. Um, I know Archer's twenty two, but he's not. He's again, 20, everything... twenty. Archer, I think he's not twenty two. Oh, is he twenty? Somebody said he. Well, I, I know, was, he was twenty. There might have been a mistake from someone in our in our. Oh, that was, Villa, was that was that Villa on tour that, that said he was twenty two. 
I don't know. He's he's twenty though. I'm pretty sure he's twenty. Um, you know, and for me, you look at you look at his overall his overall sort of stature and the way he finishes and then the way he plays. Like you know, he he stands out. Whereas Chocolate never really stood out for me. Um, so for me, twenty million quid for a player that's played you know less and less and sort of three starts, two starts, five or six appearances in the Premier League. Um, I think the closest he came was hitting the post against Tottenham last uh, two seasons ago when, when we beat them 2-1. And um, it's just a shame because you look at the club and, you know, you're being managed by arguably one of the greatest midfielders of all time. You're in a club that has one of the best academies in the country. Your brother is there. Um, you're loved. The, the, you know, the, the club want you to stay. You look at the likes of Ramsey and, and Archer and, 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 and Hayden and, and the... The path that we give these young players, and and he's decided to he's decided to follow the the bright lights of London, and 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 um, it's you know good luck to him. But yeah, I was no, going to say not... good good luck to him. Not no hard for him. We're speaking about it. He's eighteen. He's eighteen. I defy anybody at eighteen. I defy anybody at at any age to have you know eighty to hundred grand dangled in, in front of them because um, he's set for life. He's set for life by the time he's twenty one, twenty two. And that's it. And that's, you know, that's what it's all about. And I defy anybody to to turn that down. So as football fans, we're, we can be a little bit short-sighted sometimes about, about our own players. And, and we think, well, you've got to stay with us. You know, but, you know, footballers have careers. They've got futures. They've got families. They've got, you know, they have to look at the, at the bigger picture and what suits them. And what suited, what suited him was to go to Chelsea. And, and that's the way it is. And like I say, good luck to him. And um, I hope he's the player that we that we think he, he, he may have been. But... Um, it may be it may be a, a longer route at Chelsea than it would have been at Arsenal Villa. I've asked questions of him as well because you know I, he's obviously got talent. You can't deny he's got talent. The, the, the way he carries the ball and he's quite unique, I, I think. But I've asked questions saying I'm not sure I'm quite saying it. But speaking to people that I know have trained with him at Villa, they say he's the he's, he's the real deal. He'll go on to be a very mm-hmm. good player. So, Good luck to him. We'll see what happens. No players win bigger some, than a club. Win some, you lose some. You yeah. win some, you lose some. And we, you know what? Villa have been around and took a lot of youngsters from, from teams in recent years, so I don't think we're in a position to, to be came, a came from, get him from Northampton. Was it Northampton when he was like... Eight or seven. Nine or, yeah. Eight or nine from Northampton. So Good luck to him. These things, yeah. these things happen. For Villa to get 20 million, though, I don't think... I don't think a week ago, Villa couldn't have dreamed of that. And you know it's a great it's a great scenario for us in the end because we were just looking like losses all around for us. There was no win to come out of this for Villa at all. Now twenty million pound in the bank, twenty million again of pure profit towards financial fair play. I think yeah. fair play. It brings our, it brings our, our net spend to about like yeah. three million or something. Net spend over the last couple of years has been really low. Jeez, um, the money we've spent is probably what's needed. It doesn't mean you're you're unambitious or you, you've got no ambition because we've essentially now Kamara's coming to Villa. A forty million pound player at the very least, I would say, playing in that France midfield. We've picked him up for a free. Like you we've know, been out, we've been crying out to be run well for the last decade. And, we've, um, we've needed a few summers like this because there's been a lot of money spent. Even that first summer back in the Premier League, think of the money we spent. You know, a lot of that would not have been recouped. Villa have made, yeah. you know, Villa as well. Villa as well have made nearly forty million this summer on three players that didn't play. Target yeah. was gone for yeah. half the season. Trezor the guy, I think we got about three and a half million for. He he's gone, didn't really play. And then Chuck Mecca started two games. You know, Villa picked up forty million pounds nearly for players that played under fifty percent of the minutes. So I think we can be very pleased with the outgoings so far this summer. I think there's probably more to come ideally for Villa. But yeah. I think we can be happy with the incomings as well. 
Even somebody now. tweeted yeah somebody tweeted yesterday 120 million pounds on two academy products in the last 12 months not many clubs can can pull that kind of thing off that, yeah. that does that's, so, that's not normal again when you look at that that's probably paid for the academy that's yeah. paid for the for the for the for the facilities and, and the academy in itself and two players so um in my head that's that's incredible business yeah let's talk about the game a little bit then mm-hmm. what are you expecting from from villa we've had a good pre-season un- yeah. unbeaten you know things yeah. things are looking good pre-season it depends how much you gauge how much you put on it i guess but i've seen pleasing signs i've seen things i'm, I'm happy with maybe maybe the odd concern here and there but i like that we've 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 got two areas that I think we had problems in last season, maybe even the season before as well, in defensive midfield. There's been a problem ever since we've been back in the Premier League. Every Villa fan has said we need a proper defensive midfielder. We've done that. We've got Kamara in, French international, Champions League quality player, as I said earlier. Villa too nice as well over the last few years. Needed a, a bit of a hard man in there, a bit, a bit of nastiness, a bit of stature. Diego mm. Carlos ticks that box. Mm. So, you know, Villa have filled two problem areas there for me. That they really needed mm. to fill. I didn't think there was much else wrong with us on good days. Mm. I'd yeah. expect us to have yeah. more good days this season. I mean, for me, preseason wasn't you know it wasn't particularly pleasing on the eye. But uh, what I would say is you know Leon Bailey is as oh, just what absolute, just what we wanted. I mean, you know everything that we thought we were going to get last season, and um, I hate that term, but you know it feels like a new, like a new signing. And look at how many um, minutes did he play last season? Probably not not that yeah. much. He probably played more for Jamaica than he did for Villa last yeah. season. Yeah, and you look at last season. I mean, last season was 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 just carnage. I mean, it was this time last year with the whole greatest saga, and we were glued to Twitter for you know for for days on end, and and it was just a mess. Um, no real fault of our own. I mean, it was it was just one of those things. It it, it happened, but. Billy coming in, obviously on unfit, hadn't got a preseason. Coming over from from Bundesliga and and uh, first year in the Premier League, and it was tough. It was tough for him, and, and he he was made a bit of a scapegoat. Um, but I have to say, you know, he looks frightening. He looked frightening in in, in preseason. Um, lovely goals. Yeah, totally, man. And for me, last season, yeah, he wasn't fit, but I always sort of was slightly questioning his attitude last season a little bit you know i was wondering was his heart really in it and um did he really have the mental strength to 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 really dig in but you look at pre-season and and whatever george done to him or whatever whatever's happened to him over 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 the summer they've um yeah he's he, he's it's a complete switch it's a complete well, i think you've got to give him credit because you know he put, oh, out, the so- he put out the social yeah. media posts at the end of the season or at the just as the pre-season was about to start saying yeah. oh, basically i'm in business this season i'm not messing yeah. around i'm not here to be a passenger and fair, fair and play to him because a lot of people would have written him off. Yeah, and he talked to talk, you know, him and his dad. You know, his dad's very vocal and, and they're very vocal as a as a as a family. And and um he certainly they certainly talked the talk last season and, and didn't deliver. So they've got a lot to prove. Um and uh you know he was uh he was a big he was a he came in on in a he came in on a big fee and um and uh but yeah, like I say the pace that he showed in preseason um, and the finishing, his finishing ability, is is his 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 delivery from from set pieces. Um, 
he, he looks he looks the real deal and he'll be start, he'll be starting when he'll start he has to he has to like you can't you know i think the, the gerard's gerard for me is a really you know he he gets it he's a proper he, he you know he's fair like if you perform well if you step up and perform well then the, the shirt's yours end of story it doesn't matter he, he isn't afraid to leave to leave you know players on the bench but um i think it's a nice it's a nice problem because i think our problem at the minute is as Villa fans is who's going to start. Like, what's our what's that kind of front front three going to look like, and what's that mid that midfield three going to look like? The back four and the keeper for me picks itself. Bar Mings, and Konza, but you know the keeper and, and the fullbacks and Carlos pick itself. But McGinn McGinn picks himself. So you're looking really like you've got about five places up for grabs, and um, I think. I think you'll go with Mings. I think you'll you'll start with Mings because of you'll want to show a bit of love um, to him because he's obviously taking the captaincy off him. So he, to, to take the captaincy off him and to drop him on the first day of the season against his old club really could could really damage him confidence wise. So I, I think I, dis- go- I disagree with you. I, I, I would start Mings always. Everyone knows I'm, I'm a massive Tory Mings fan. But I think James is going to start. You think he's going to start? Yeah. And in some ways, I don't think you, what you said earlier about players deserving the shirt. There's a lot. There's a lot of ways Chambers does deserve the shirt because he, well, he does. No, he's been again, flawless I, since he came in. Yeah, listening to you and and, and Ty and Simon. Who's the sorry, Who's the kid from Villa Analytics? What's his name? Uh, Stephen. Yeah, he spoke. He spoke. He spoke. He spoke, he spoke um, very well. Uh, you know, listening to you guys uh, the other day, and you know, it is. And I, you were sort of talking about you know who who do you go with? Um, I I go with Mings. I think he'll pick Mings just because. Because he's first, he's 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 ahead of Chambers in the pecking order. Um, overall, I think yeah, he picks Mings. This captaincy thing, I think, it's put the cat amongst the pigeons a little, a little yeah. bit. I don't know whether he he's third choice, fourth choice, but I, certainly yeah. at the moment, don't see him. I don't see him starting. I, I would start him as I say, but at the moment, Constance started last week. Chambers has had a good preseason. Mings has been stripped to the captaincy. Not even one of the vice captains or club captain or any of that business. He sat on the bench last week. I know, and usually, you know, the team you see in the last preseason game is is the kind of team you you'd see on the first day. He didn't travel last last weekend, Dan. He didn't travel. Oh, was he not there at all? For some reason, I thought he was on. I made my head. He was on the bench. Was he? He was part of that eleven against. Oh against yes, Finland. he was. You're right. It's because he was sat. He was sat near the subs, wasn't he? But he obviously wasn't wasn't a sub at all. But that to me says says you're not playing. Mm. I mean. I, I totally agree, but I I still think you know when push comes to shove on Saturday he's going to go with um, with Mings, and I think he's going to go with McGinn, um, Ramsey, and Kamara. I think and, I think uh, that picks itself. I think the, the midfield three yeah. at the moment. Louise, that's a bit harsh on Louise actually. To, to, it to picks itself because for me, you know, I think Kamara is just just going to be that Claude Magalelli type. He's just going to sit there and sweep it up. Um, and we've seen McGinn with Scotland how how effective he can be when he runs forward. I think McGinn. Will still hover around and, and kind of almost protect Ramsey. I think Ramsey, with the quality with the quality that we know he has and the ability he has, especially on the edge of the box, I think we'll see him sort of you know play further forward um, in that three. Um, and then, like I say, continues his his star boy. So he starts he starts all all you know every day of the week. And and, and Bailey, you can't you can't drop Bailey after what he's done. And um, again, Watkins, Ings, Ings, Watkins. It's another one for me that's up for debate. Um, I think it's 100% Watkins. 
again, yeah, not I, saying that's why I, I do. I think he offers more. He's he, he works harder than 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 um than than Ings does. But then Ings, you know, Ings' goal contributions last season. I know you said Dan that Watkins offers more, but how many assists did Ings get? It's not Ings... that I think Watkins offers more. I think he suits a lone striker more. I'm not 100 percent convinced Ings can play as a one up front. Usually, when you see Ings play, he's he's been playing with Watkins when he started games for us. I don't think he's a he's he's a lone front man, Danny Ings. I think when you see Danny Ings play this season, which he will, Watkins will be next to him. And you'll have Coutinho behind him. That front, the, the the front three, however you line them up, will be quite fluid this season. There'll be games when Bailey plays, games when Buendia and Coutinho play together. There'll be games when Ings and Watkins play, and perhaps Buendia plays off them, Coutinho plays off them. Mm-hmm. There'll be different combinations in that front three because there's a little bit of variety in there. With the with the five of them, you know, and I think we're well stocked there. I think even some no, games, some games, Louise might play as an eight with McGinnis as an eight, and you might see Ramsey playing in the front three. There's good, there's good yeah. options, there's good alternatives. Then you do need different. And Billy can play. Him. I mean, you, you can play Billy up up top as well. So, you know, through yeah. the middle with with Buendia and, yeah. and Coutinho on either, on either side. So, so there is there is um there is options, but I would just love. I, I don't know, like it's it's a tricky one because. We did see Buendia Coutinho together for for quite a few games last season, and it it, it wasn't clicking. And then when, when we changed, we when we tweaked it, we saw more of an impact. Um, I would expect that to forward. be different now because they've now had that preseason. They've yeah. now had a whole summer to get on board with what Gerard wants. So if we ever play with two number tens, which I don't think we will on Saturday, mm. I would expect to see it work a little bit better. You've also got. I don't think you can overstate enough. What having Kamara in that midfield will do. He's a good distributor. We'll see, we'll see. He's a good you protector. Know, we'll now I know he might take some time, but overall, having that that player that basically offers the best of Louise and the best of Nakamba, that would do wonders for those behind, and I'll do wonders for those in front as well. You may not look mm-hmm. at Suchek and Rice. I know they're a partnership. What they offer that West Ham defence in terms of protection, and then what they what they offer the 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 front front sorry the front players in terms of stability to be able to do your thing. If Kamara can offer us some semblance of that, which I think he will, it's going to be a massive difference to Aston Villa. You know, my laptop after the thing in excitement with that. No, I I agree, I agree, man. And like I say, it's a nice problem to have. And you know, we're we're well stocked, but we may be well stocked up top. But I just I just don't see. I just don't see a scorer off goals. And I think there's goals in that team. I don't in know, man. I mean, I'd expect to see more from McGinn now. I think he's got two that two mm. goals last season, was it, from John McGinn? Yeah. He will have more license to get forward now and get in the opponent's box. I would expect to see between five and eight goals from McGinn this season, maybe. Mm. You've got Ramsey who scored six last season. Coutinho should be getting on the score sheet. The two strikers, you know, whatever we say about Watkins, he's hit double figures two seasons running. You know, not many strikers actually do that. I know it sounds stupid, but now in the yeah. modern day, a striker getting double figures, it, it, it's not that common. Mm. No, it's a fair point. That's a fair point. I think probably we judge Watkins on on the goals he could have had and should have had possibly. Yeah. Um, as opposed to the goals that he does get. I think we um, just need to get behind. Greg was saying this on The Athletic the other day. I think we just need, I think we need to get behind Watkins for a bit. He's our main mm. striker. I think if we give him a bit of love, you'll probably say... A, a, mm. a different plan, and he, I think there's certain things he needs to change. Well, I think there's things he can work on in his game for absolute sure. I also feel like he does. He I feel like he carries a bit. Do you know what I mean? Like the captaincy removed because they're saying it, yeah. it'll do him good. He takes on too much responsibility. I kind of feel like Watkins shoulders too much when he, when he's missing chances and beats himself up a little bit too much. You just got to go. You've just got to go yeah. again. 
No, I agree, mate. I agree. Listen, fresh start, fresh season, and um, you know, there's talk of bringing in one or two more, but I just don't know who you bring in and and how you strengthen because you look at that midfield area and the, and the number eights. But for me, we're kind of packed for the midfielders. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of midfielders in that in that squad, and um, you know, even though the balance mightn't be quite there, but I think we need to shift a few. I think. I'm I'm stunned to see the likes of Algazi and Gilbert uh, still there. Uh, I think I think he'll That'll probably uh, go towards the end of the winter. Yeah, I think he'll. Um, I think we'll sell uh, Traore as well. I think I think that'll probably happen. Him and Gilbert um, a bit surplus. I think those two. Yeah, I think I think you're right. So we're looking at probably another three more to go out out the window. Um, and we know we're not going to recoup. You know, we're not going to recoup anywhere. Uh, we'll probably get the, the guts of seven to ten million for for Trari and you know three or four million for Gazi and and Gilbert may go on alone and then and then sort of uh, leave next summer for on 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 the free. Um, but yeah, surprised at the lack of outgoings. But I suppose it's the market, isn't it? And and the players that we need to get rid of aren't exactly the easiest players to every to shift every on. club. If you look at so many clubs that haven't even have made money from players that are surplus because they can't, they can't get rid of them. There's, there's no, there's no tax. Champ EFL now, it's no longer, it's not a dumping ground anymore because that, yeah. those clubs don't have any money post COVID. They just no. don't have the money no. to bring those type of players in. And if, yeah. let, if someone, even, even as well, everyone's, everyone's skin apart, yeah. apart from the Premier league. Yeah. You know, if Villa, like I don't personally now, I'd be surprised if anything came through for Villa. I know there's still a long time with the window left. I think we're pretty well set. If suddenly, mm. I said this on Sky earlier, if suddenly a number eight came up that was better than McGinn, better than Ramsey, and Villa knew they could get them and it was achievable, Villa would do it. They'd spend the money. Same you with, for me. You same with the striker, I suspect, but they would, that's, that's the only time they'll do it. If something better comes up, it's unlikely it's that that market's going to be, be available to Villa of two people coming up that are better than what we have. So if that, yeah. if that doesn't happen, we won't buy, buy anyone. That's just how Villa operate. And I agree with it. There's certain deals we've done, like Olsen, uh, the, the left back, uh, that, that we know about, that we know are backups. That, that yeah. Villa wanted a very specific type of player for those roles, and they fulfilled that. But they're not going to just sign a backup number eight. That they're not going to do that. They're not going to just sign a backup striker and stunt Archer. They'll only sign someone who's top quality that's better than what they have. And I agree with that. Yeah, but for me, you're not going to get much better than than Ramsey and McGinn in my book. Um, well, they won't. Doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't drop McGinn because he's, he's club captain. And for me, Ramsey's one of the first names on, on the team sheet. I think he's that uh, good. There could be. So, there's got to be a, a touch of rotation and competition for places. What, do you, what are you saying about uh, Ward Price? Do you think there's any any anything any legs on that? Do you reckon we could dip back in for for Ward Price? Nah, I wouldn't have thought so. Southampton. Who would you mean, Southampton you know, wouldn't sell him now. Your knowledge across the board you know of individuals oh, is probably not better than you need, you need Neil, uh, Neil knows every player that's yes, played in, in were, Slovenia were, Slovakia he knows everything now if you were given 50 million to spend on, on a number eight who would you bring in you know who I would like it's absolute pie in the sky and I think I've mentioned him on the Villa View before Tillemans absolutely mm. that's the kind of player that we would absolutely he would thrive sure. and we, we would love a player like that in army field mm. it's probably not realistic yeah, 50 million would, would 100% get him. He's, yeah. he's just waiting for Champions League football at this point. We're yeah. not in a position where we, we can attract players. We've done, we have, I've said it previously, we have done well to attract some of the players we've attracted over the last 12 months, really. And Gerard deserves a massive pat on the back for that. For us to have signed Luca Dean, really, some people would have probably looked at that as a sideways move. Coutinho from Barcelona, 
Kamara when there's Champions League teams sniffing all around him and he looks like he's going to Atletico oh. Madrid and we've used the personal touch and signed a French international central midfielder to come and play for us. Diego Carlos has had suitors for years, top quality centre-back. You know, the recruitment, the, the players we've pulled in since Gerrard's been, been there. You know, even Leon Bailey a year ago, didn't really have much right to, to, to sign a player like that, in my, in my opinion. Danny Ings from Southampton, again, people probably looked at it as a sideways move, you know. We're pulling in players that are good players, but someone like Tillman just... would I'd be crying out for someone like that in midfield, yeah. in my opinion. Then in terms of strikers, again, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but who, if you got fifty million quid, who would you who would you dip in for? I mean, I, I think someone like like a Timo Werner, you know, if he's going, if he's up for grabs, um, at Chelsea, he'll go back to Leipzig. Jesus would have been, you know, Villa. I heard yeah. murmurs from people that Villa yeah. were interested in Jesus, but we're never going to get him with Arsenal's on the cards in London, European football. If we could have got mm. someone like that in, we would have done because he's a massive upgrade on what we have. A, 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 arguably a world-class footballer but those players just aren't there and the striker market now is so difficult because it's yeah. like the goalkeeper market because most teams play with one up front you need that domino effect it, it seldom happens so there isn't really if there's any striker out there that realistically I can think of that we would be able to get you've got to be someone that guarantees as well it's all well and good signing someone from the French league but there's no guarantees with it we signed Danny Ings and thought Oh, yes. Yeah, banging 20 goals, yeah. This is our ticket to top six. It didn't work like that. It wasn't easy. So there's never guarantees. I would have said he was a more guarantee than pulling someone in from from France or Holland or or whatever. There's no obvious strikers out there. So we're going to go with what we've got, £60 million worth of strikers across Watkins and Ings. Um, Archer will get some game time as well. Let's see what he can do. I'm I'm excited for this season. I, I like the look of us. I like the balance of the squad. It's more balanced than it's ever been especially since we returned to Premier League. We've got more depth than we've ever had since we returned to Premier League. This is the season where I think, push for top eight. Gerard will want to win a trophy because that's what Gerard is. He wants to win things. He will take the League Cup and the FA Cup seriously. And all those things are absolute music to my ears. Mm. No, yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely spot on. I can't agree. I can't, I can't not agree with you there, I have to say. Good stuff. I mean, we haven't really covered the game because it's difficult to because... There's not no form to go on or, or anything like that, but do you do you expect us to win on Saturday? Um, you know me, mate. You know I base I base things on on uh, on sort of previous previous occasions, and, and like I say, there's nothing in the in Villa's recent history that gives me any confidence going into into Saturday. But we should uh, we should go there and and um, and take three points and good and time we, to buy them, in my opinion. Yeah, if we go there with the right mindset, I think for us it'll be more about mindset and mentality over actual quality because we know we know we've got the quality. So, so you know, what kind of mindset do we go in with? And if we go in with the, the right mindset and we're focused and we're and we're up for it, um, and we can get off to a quick start, then I don't see why we can't go there and and, and dominate and get three points. I absolutely can't wait till quarter to three on Saturday and Chris Dolan's name flashes up on my phone and I get the famous WhatsApp message of, "I don't fancy us today." <laughs> I've missed that over the last few months. I, I cannot wait. I'm out, I'm out on Saturday, so I'll kind of mean the message. I've been I've been so busy over the summer. I just haven't had a chance. I've already had a day off, and um, we didn't get to celebrate a birthday. So we're heading out on um, on Saturday around kind of Bermondsey Bermondsey way. So uh, 
I shall probably be several pints of Guinness in by by uh, three o'clock. So you may get a FaceTime. Oh, well, I'll be watching the game, so I hope I don't get a FaceTime. Let's quickly, before we go, then talk about our sponsors, BetMate. So as I mentioned, go head over to the Villa View's Twitter and the instructions will be there on how the game works. But basically, you pick a seven-a-side team from the Villa game that's taking place. You then have four subs as well, but you're only allowed a maximum of six players from each team. So the maximum of six players. So I've got six Villa players in my squad. And to be honest, my team, my starting lineup is very, very Villa heavy because I fancy us at the weekend. So I've got Martinez in goal, Cash and Luca Dean as my defenders, Coutinho and Leon Bailey in midfield. Leon Bailey has been given the captain's armband in my team. And then it's Ollie Watkins and Dominic Solanke up front. My bench is then filled with Bournemouth. You've got Travers, Lloyd Kelly, Christie and Jamal Lowe, who I'm pretty sure will not start for Bournemouth at all, but I had to put a striker in from somewhere. So, yeah, that's my team. Dolan, what have you gone for? Actually, could you give me a bit of a bit of, a bit of stick at the start of the show? I made a quick sub. Did you? Um, so, actually, mine's, mine's exactly the same. I've got Martinez, Dania, Cash, Bailey, Coutinho, Solanke and Watkins with a bench of Travers, Metham, Lerma and Kiefer Moore. Who, so, uh, uh, Bailey, Bailey captain. Bailey, copied me. Basically, just copied my team, haven't you? Exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. That'll make for, for an exciting league. That should encourage people to join the league and try and beat us. So, yeah. you get exactly the same score every week because you've copied me. Yeah, well, we, we, can, we, can half, we can half the... We can have the winnings. No, no, no. We're not we're doing it properly. We're not going to do that bit, mate. Don't, don't worry about that. But yeah, go on our social media. Check out the rules and enter your team and see if you can beat us. We've tried to get games going on the Villa View before and pretty usually everyone beats us. So this will be another chance for people to beat Dolan and myself. Adam's in there as well, producer, probably copying my team as we speak. I can see him typing away on his phone. He's probably putting the exact same team into his phone. So that does us. For the match preview, will we? Be- I, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna get a little stick from all the beer, all the craft beer guys for drinking this. But um, yeah, when you say it to me, why? Well, why do I ever get said anything? It's because you're not loyal to them. Not loyal to the brands, man. I don't really. I don't really care what the craft beer. Not, not the craft not beer. Loyal, mafia not say. loyal to the sponsorship. So that's why they don't. Beers. That's why they don't send all the craft, send all those craft beer ones. You go and watch that Brewdog um, video on 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 YouTube, and and uh, can, we'll soon see. Can we not mention other companies on when we have the interview? Have a different beer sponsor, please. Let's cut anyway. Oh, yeah. Let me do my outro. For God's sake, try to do an outro. We always do this, and you interrupt me. That does us for this week's match preview. We'll be back with a purity post match point Sunday or Monday. I suspect to do watch out for that. Cards on the table. I had a difficult year last year for a variety of reasons. I was very busy as well with work, which didn't really help. So Villa View fell by the wayside a little bit, hoping this year to be back on it, get the videos out regular, like clockwork, so everyone knows when they're coming. But so you do know when they're coming, do subscribe with your post notifications on. I think we've been on the same subscriber number for about four years now. So, yeah, if you're not subscribed to the Villa View and you've enjoyed the video, then please do. And even if you've not enjoyed the video, subscribe anyway just for a laugh thanks to dolan for joining me thanks to adam for producing and editing and as i say we'll be back next week with a post-match point of the villa sports social podcast network hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.